Measuring and Improving Our Return to Office Experiment. Written by Annie Cosgrove. Narrated by Gail Crew. Cornet Global's The Source Magazine, September 2023. Earlier this spring, we initiated a return to office RTO experiment. Employees living within a 30-mile radius of our San Francisco headquarters, roughly 20 employees, were encouraged to work from the office three days a week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. As many companies ponder the if and how of their own RTO strategy, we wanted to share why we believe this approach suits us best and how we are measuring its success. Why RTO? Our RTO experiment serves three key purposes. One, walking the walk. Utilizing our technology to understand and enhance our office environment helps us develop superior products for our customers. Two, building trust. We believe in-person interactions provide a more conducive setting for productive conflict, finding common ground, and sharing enthusiasm. Three, proven value. Some teams have already begun meeting in person and we have seen a shift in the operational efficiency of those teams. Striking a balance between in-person and remote work has prevented misalignment and ensures everyone is working towards the same goals. To prepare for our RTO, we integrated Density's latest sensing technology, Open Area Long Range, LR, which allows us to measure 1,000 square feet with a single sensor. Data sources. To measure the success of our RTO experiment, we're monitoring key metrics, including occupancy, entry and open area sensors, bookings, using Google Calendar and our proprietary desk booking software, and employee feedback, our initial 21-question survey received a 100% response rate. Using our software platform Atlas, we convert the data collected from our sensors into workplace analytics, enabling us to assess our progress and make necessary adjustments. Employee feedback helps give context to what works and what doesn't. Key insights. Employees have returned to the office. Several key metrics show a significant change in office occupancy and usage since RTO started. Employees are satisfied with RTO and appreciate the in-person time for collaboration as well as the environmental qualities of our space. Meeting room availability is low. This is aligned with the biggest concern among employees, which is having enough space for meetings and individual heads-down work. Productivity is unaffected. So far, employees have not reported a negative impact on their productivity except for time lost commuting. About one-third of employees cited an improvement in their productivity. Are employees happy to be back in the office? Employees have returned to the office and enjoy the hybrid way of working. We've seen a 64% increase in average floor occupancy on the days employees were asked to return, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. On Wednesdays and Thursdays, in particular, our office is buzzing. Meanwhile, fewer people are coming in on Fridays since RTO began than in April, suggesting that some employees switched the day they came in to match the policy. Employees cited in-person collaboration and socialization as some of our RTO's most enjoyable aspects. Does the office meet our needs? Our time-used insights show that employees have been using desks more since RTO. This aligns with what we're seeing inside our customers' data. Employees come to the office to meet their colleagues, but also to find space and time to focus, which seems to be best done at a desk. Anticipating this, we added more desks to ensure supply met the increase in demand. As a result, employees reported being most satisfied with the availability of the desks in the office. Where we're not meeting expectations is with our collaborating and meeting spaces. 
Our meeting rooms were in use far more often in May than in April, almost tripling in saturation, number of spaces used in a period divided by the number of spaces available, on Mondays and reaching 40% on Thursdays. Meeting rooms are used most heavily during the afternoon. This increase in demand puts a strain on our existing meeting spaces. What compounds this strain is that it appears our phone booths aren't meeting the needs of our employees. 25% of the unscheduled meetings in May were used by just one person, despite the availability of neighboring phone booths. Once again, this aligns with what our customers are telling us. During the last three years, employees have adopted a behavior they brought into the office. They have grown accustomed to working alone in large spaces. Does the office increase productivity? The following is based on self-reported productivity. 94% of employees reported that RTO has not negatively impacted their productivity. This is consistent with our findings for focused work or undisturbed time spent at a workstation, often referred to as flow. As shown above, the disruption of focus time is similar in April and May, with an average of 30 plus minutes per hour, suggesting that more people in the office didn't make the office more disruptive. It's worth noting that 5% of sessions in April were almost completely undisturbed, which probably could not happen with more people in the office. Small perks prove important. The general feeling of employees returning to the office is positive, with a strong appreciation for in-person collaboration, socializing, and the added benefits during lunchtime. Employees enjoy interactions with their colleagues, which helps to build a sense of camaraderie and strengthens professional relationships across the company. Interestingly, good coffee, lunch, natural light, and views ranked above space types as important to the workplace experience. Next steps. Given the insights above, we're prioritizing finding answers to the following questions. One, meeting rooms. How can we meet employees halfway and provide a better meeting room experience while also shaping new behaviors in the office to reduce meeting room usage? Two, phone booths. How can we better accommodate the need for a solo space? Are there better alternatives to the phone booths we have today? Three, space layout. How does the location of a space, proximity to other spaces, access to views and daylight, impact its usage? We will continuously rely on qualitative and quantitative data as we test new configurations and amenities to provide our employees with the best possible workplace experience. About the author. Annie Cosgrove is Director, Analytics and Insights at workplace performance firm Density.